Next on BYU Sports Nation, we are all Toreros until tomorrow night. Did San Diego lock up the three seed for BYU last night? Location, location, location. Does location of the spring football scrimmage matter? And Kalani Satake joins us in studio to preview spring practice. It's time for sports. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Hey, let's go. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is March 1st, 2019. I am very excited about March. Second favorite month. I'll tell you why in a second. I'm Jerem Jordan. Spencer Linton is returning from a week in the most expensive, <clears throat> I mean the most happiest place on earth. Yes. So I'm teamed up with a man who is ready for the madness of March. Brian Logan. I am ready, man. Whenever you need me, I am here for you. Second favorite month to me. October is first. Because Halloween. Halloween. Because you have postseason baseball, college football, NFL, basketball starting. Oh, you're talking about sports. Okay. Yes. Okay. March, obviously, you have uh, college basketball and March Madness. Yep. The NBA is kind of getting closer to the playoffs. Baseball starting. It's a good would, time, man. I would say for me, it's it's March, man, just because spring of football, sp- spring football. That's it. Love there, it. There's this there's this weird, awkward moment of your of every single year that you have of your life mm-hmm. where you are bored outside of your mind and you don't know what to do. That's sometimes typically you, January. Sometimes for Sometimes you're lost and you can't find your way. And when March rolls around, it helps you. It gets a little warmer too. You, you I ha- like that. you have purpose. In your life. Yes. When spring football is good. <laughs> yes. And it comes back Monday. <laughs> yes. We'll talk to Kalani Sataki in 15 minutes. Uh, we'll ask him about the quarterback depth chart, the running backs, the middle linebacker competition, much, much more. The head ball coach on the show today. One of the two seniors playing in his final home game for men's hoops, regular season at least. Luke Worthington will be here in 30 minutes. Plus, our and one competition is coming down to the wire. Uh oh. Spencer leads by a hair. How will we fare tomorrow night? We will uh, discuss that coming up. But first, today's headlines. BYU football announces its spring scrimmage is on March 23rd at West Campus Field, a.k.a. (laughs) the old Provo High School field that BYU now owns. Due to the renovations at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, they will hold the scrimmage there. Spring practice begins Monday. We'll talk to Kalani Sitake, and we'll talk about the location of the spring game in just a moment. The men's basketball wrap-up. Their season finale tomorrow night as they host San Diego yeah. in the Marriott Center at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks to a San Diego's win over San Francisco last night. Yeah, yeah they did it. San did Diego. It. BYU has a shot at the three seed for the WCC tournament if, big if, they win. Or USF loses. Yes, that too. Tomorrow's game will be broadcast on BYU TV and the app at 9 p.m. Eastern. Coverage begins on BYU Radio and the app as well at 8 p.m. Eastern. BYU got the help they needed. They didn't yep. get it from St. Mary's. St. Mary's is locked up to two seed, but uh, BYU's got a shot at avoiding the four, which is the goal. Women's basketball beat up on San Francisco 82-59 last night. Four players scoring in double figures. Shaylee Gonzalez, 16 points to nice. lead the squad. Paisley Johnson at 15. She believes she can fly, according nice. to BYU Photo. Cougars wrap the regular season by hosting Santa Clara tomorrow for Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Ball so hard, University. What's the nickname of BYU? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Number nine, BYU claimed a five-set victory over number eight, Stanford, last night. The toss. 
Goes after it. Bischoff, high for Jasper. Oh, that's out. And that's out. No challenges. No challenges. Davide Gardini's had a career high 22 kills hmm. to lead. BYU, the Cougars face What show off. was he on last, uh, yesterday? He, uh, our show. He was on our show. Yeah. Uh, you, you, like I said, our show, right? Yeah, our sorry. show. Our show, yeah. You're part of this yeah. program, That's, absolutely. No, but that was our show, though. Mm-hmm. Just me and you. Yeah, you and literally. I. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Cougars face off against the Cardinal again tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern at the Maples Pavilion. Uh, we were on the air for two hours and 46 minutes. It was a fun, long, eventful evening, and uh, BYU gets the win. Unfortunately, on a bad call. No challenges. Uh, definitely hit uh, Gabby Garcia. Fernandez's hands. But... Mm-hmm. You win some, you lose some. Yep. Rise and shout, it's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. One week after BYU men's hoops was down 14 with eight to go, San Francisco uh, came back and won. Well, last night, San Francisco blew a 10-point lead in the final 333 to lose in overtime against San Diego, a banked-in three at the buzzer to force OT, Howler. and the Toreros help out the Cougars. Now BYU needs a win against said Toreros tomorrow night or a USF loss to LMU to get the three seed. Why is that important? You want to avoid the four seed so you don't play Gonzaga in the semis. You play them Tuesday. Brian, yes. did San Diego just lock up the three seed for BYU last night? I'd say yes, Jerem, and I'm pretty confident, really, really confident in saying that. And, I mean, this is the reason why. When you look at what happened last time BYU played basketball, I feel embarrassed still. I'm sure everybody else is still upset about the opportunity, but... Against Gonzaga? Uh, yeah. That was the last time they played. You're yeah. upset about that? Well, well okay. Playing Gonzaga or playing at home. Oh, so, against San Francisco. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, okay. yes. Last playing, home game. Playing, yes, last home game. And, and to, to, to go in the game, understanding what was at stake, being, having that lead, right? And, and I mean, there was a time, Jaron, where I started flipping and changing the channels. Oh, come on. I, I'm not lying come to you, man. Come on. HGTV I, will look, always be there. Look, dude, I was yawning. I had so many Zs. You know the Zs emojis? I had so many Zs because I was like, oh, my gosh. They got this They got this locked up. They got this locked down. And it's one thing when now you— Now you're saying it's locked up now. I, 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 that's exactly what I'm saying. Now, be- wait a minute. Because, because of how they lost. I think you, you, you to have an opportunity to come back on your home court— and say, look, we still have a chance to, to you know, finish strong, finish the, and, and get the three seed, not the two like we originally wanted, but we have an opportunity. Let's make up for last time. And you and we had Coach JJ, Coach Jetty on yesterday, and he said the best way. The best way. The best way. I can't do that. The best way to make up for, for a loss is to play next, right? And so this the, the last home game was a loss. This one, I believe it will be a win. Okay, I say no. BYU's got some work to do still. They've got to beat San Diego tomorrow. And this is a team, San Diego, that was up 14 on BYU at home. BYU had to make a really nice comeback to win. This is a dangerous team. However, I feel like San Diego probably used some juice last night that's going to carry into Saturday emotionally, yep, physically, uh, on the road, on the road against uh, two of the top four teams in the league. I think extra, BYU, extra, extra minutes, right? More time played. Right. Extra, five extra yep. minutes. I think BYU will win tomorrow in the regular season finale and will be the three seed. But uh, I don't think it's uh, locked up quite yet. San Diego is a team that's proven to be a tough matchup. Isaiah Pinero, Isaiah Wright, Olin Carter III. This is a good, this is a good squad. Uh, so BYU hosts San Diego tomorrow. BYU's the three if they win or USF loses to LMU. Some combination because BYU's got the uh, got the – one fewer loss in conference, but doesn't own the tiebreaker. So not quite locked up, but I'm excited to watch tomorrow's game. 
Okay, if it is locked up, you will buy me lunch and breakfast and dinner. I'm telling you it's not, in so that, I owe you in nothing. In that order. <laughs> Moving on. Tomorrow is senior night for BYU Hoops against San Diego. Mm-hmm. We know it will be seniors, Luke Worthington and McKay Cannon's final games in a BYU uniform. Yeah. Tier. But over the past few years, BYU has seen non-seniors leaving the program a little bit early. So, Jeremy, that leads me to what's the chance question presented by BYU Food To Go, the MVP of your next event. What is the chance tomorrow is the final game for Yoli Childs? Now, this is an interesting question, and I'm glad you brought it up. And let's acknowledge, like you said, Luke Worthington and McKay Cannon are the two seniors. Yep. We'll talk to Luke coming up. Appreciate uh, you know what those guys have given to the program. And perhaps BYU gets another home game, maybe in the NIT. We'll see. I think they'll be a, a playing on the road a little bit. But maybe they play at home. So not necessarily the final home game, but probably. Mm-hmm. As for Yoli Childs, uh, we did not see Eric Mika leaving early. That was not a thing that we thought would happen. Elijah Bryant, at this point last year, we didn't think that would happen either. So we have to at least ask this question. Yeah. Is this going to be Yoli Childs' last home game? And what's the chance? I'm not sure. I, I go 50-50. I could see him leaving. I could see him coming back as well. If you ask me what I think is going to happen, my uneducated guess would be that he goes. Um, but I hope he comes back because he is a tremendous player. He's had an amazing junior season, and I would love for him to come back and maybe complete some unfinished business, which is get BYU back to the uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, I hope that he comes back as well. I hope that there is a 0% chance that tomorrow is his final uh, home game. And when you look at, like you said, what he's done this year and the improvements that we saw. Um, he can shoot the three, he, man. I, 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 I just love the, the confidence and the swag, um, you know, from, from last year to this year. And to, to be able to have that carry over um, and you look at the, the, his teammates that he has around him, um, I, I think there's an opportunity, man, to, to really, really – Make a splash. I'm going to say you make a splash. Not bigger than a drop, you know, when it comes to, to the title. And you still got to face Gonzaga. But when you look at it from his perspective and the opportunity to, to make dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's hard. It'll be there. It's hard. It's just, it's just hard. Because you got to think about the injuries. You got to think about your age. There's a lot of things that. He's young. That, you got to go on a mission. You got. I know. But, but still. But still, though. I'm just saying still. These are all factors that play a big role. The biggest factor, though, is what are the chances of him having a real opportunity, a real shot to play in the NBA? If that is is gone, based off of this evaluation of this year, if that's you know, not as likely or if there's no improvement from the evaluation that he got last year, it would probably would make sense for him to leave. And, it, and he's a better three-point shooter. Yep. He's shooting 34%. The one commonality in all three of these is that these guys were married. Yes. And, and, oh, and it huge. changes the situation. It just does, it right? Does, you yeah. you want to you wanna get out and go. and, and, and I get, your, You want to live your life. I get both sides of it, but I work at BYU. I'd love for him to be here, right? right so exactly. uh, hopefully it returns. We'll see. We'll see. BYU football announces it will hold its spring scrimmage at the West Campus Field due to renovations at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Brian, what's your reaction to the location of the spring scrimmage? Um, I, I personally like it, man. I, I like it a lot. Um, when, when, when spring ball and just with the, the, the fans and the crowd, I'm I'm somebody that gets hyped up off the fans and the crowd, man. I, I just that's just that's just me. And so you know the 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 opportunity to play in a new setting and you know arena for the players is is cool, is fine. But I think most players 
would like to have more of the fans there. And so when you are in this, this type of setting where the, the, the seats and the stands are smaller, you're going to have more crowds just naturally, right? It's going to feel that way. And so to, to have... Well, the, you have less crowd, but it well, well, might well, the, feel the number, differently. Right, exactly. The actual number will be less, obviously. Yeah. But when you look, up the, look, when you look at the setup, when you look at being able to see fans a little bit closer than normal, that right there, man, does something to a player. And so if, if I'm a player on this year's team... I'm I'm juiced. I'm excited because of of that interaction that I get to have with the fans. You know, to 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 come off and make a play and talk smack and be like, oh, dude, you know, whatever the case is, whatever. You know, that to me is fun. That's more fun than going, what? I can't I can't hear you. I can't see you. But, you know what I'm saying? To me, yeah, it'd, it'd be, be go ahead. It'd I'm be fifteen percent full, right, in the Bell yeah. Edwards Stadium, and yes. BYU gets a nice crowd for spring football. It's not fall ball, but guess uh, first off, it is what it is. BYU's renovating Lavelle Edwards Stadium. They got to go somewhere else. Uh, someone on Twitter said, "Play up at BYU Idaho." That's a long trip. How about new? That's a long trip. You you know what's closer than Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Actually, what? the new football field that BYU owns, the old Provo High. <laughs> yeah, BYU. It's closer than Lavelle Edwards Stadium, so uh, they they could probably even just walk, could, right? Well, yeah, grab some food it, on the way, it, go over there. It could be a parade. They could it have be a parade. parade. There you go. Think think, I, think about if, the think about the fans that don't get in, or I don't know how the setup's going to be. You know. Uh, I'm hearing they'll bring in some bleachers too, and adi- additional bleachers. Right, and, and and but but think about just the the atmosphere. The, Who doesn't the, like high school football? It's fun. I think it's going to be a fun event. And tell I me so how too. many college football teams own their own little high school stadium? One. That's kind of cool, right? Brigham. Technically, you could argue that Alabama and Auburn own every high school stadium uh, in their state. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be fun, and it's coming up March 23rd. It's always a good time. So yeah, that's at the old Provo High. Summon the spirit of Gifford Nielsen, who played his uh, high school ball there, and you go from there. Okay, uh, But BYU is preparing uh, not just to play themselves uh, uh, in the spring game and in spring football, but they're going to play Utah in how many days? Countdown to the Utes. 181. We need like a pitch pipe, I think, at the beginning of that. No, no, no? I was confident yesterday until you said something during a commercial break. I said it on the air, actually. You said it in a commercial break too. You had I to, did. You, you had to remind it. You reminded. <laughs> you reminded me about how awful we have my a, voice was. We have a sta- I didn't say that. We have a standard here, Brent. Yeah, you, you our, said the exact our, words, our but you kind of said it. Question of the day: What do you? Ex- you either say it or you don't. <laughs> what do you expect to learn from the BYU football uh, spring ball? Let's go to the voice of the nation. This is the voice of the nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Jake R. Kemp on Twitter, I expect to learn which position groups are the most hungry for success and which groups need to put in the most work during the summer. Winning doesn't start in the fall. It starts now. I would argue it started in January when they started lifting, too. I'd say it started as soon as the, the bowl game was over. Yeah, late December. Yep. Right? That's when it starts. You heal up, rest up, and then try to watch some film as, uh, you know, as fast and quickly, quickly as possible. Put it behind you. And, and move on and focus on the, the now. And Utah's the next game. Cannot That's wait. That's right. Yep, it's right. Weigh in using Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your responses coming up. Coming up, the head ball coach, Kalani Sataka, is in Studio B. Yeah. What does he expect to learn about his team in spring ball? And lots of questions. Uh, who's competing for middle linebacker among them? QB depth chart. We'll discuss. This is BYU Sports Nation. Are you looking for a better way to deliver results this year? Expanding your product line or building new locations? How about your online presence? Does it need a boost? Maybe you just want to put a little more distance between you and the competition. Tap into the powerful engine of BYU Athletics and let us put together a plan unique to your business. 
we can provide you with the tools designed to enhance your brand on a local, regional, or national level. We invite your team to join ours. For details, email sponsorship at byu.edu today. Son, my father gave this to me when I made the team, and now it's yours. Oh, no, Dad, I'm not on the team. I just got this at the store. We're so excited. We just bought front row tickets for all of your games. What? They were expensive, but... Anything to support our boy. Support me in what? I'm not on the team. You should know. We paid for the tickets with your college fund. Well, since you're on athletic scholarship now. Gear so legit, they'll think you're on the team. BYU Store. At BYU Radio, we're trying to make it easy. When you're traveling around, you can find BYU Radio on Sirius XM Channel 143 or in Northern Utah on 107.9 FM. You can also listen on your smartphone with the BYU Radio app. Just a couple of taps, and you've got our live stream. Or you can find past episodes under the show tab. You can also find our shows wherever you get your podcasts. BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow on BYU TV, watch as the Cougars lock up the number three C in the WCC tournament with the win over San Diego. Don't make that expression, Jeremy. Yep, I said it. I have confidence in our so, guys. So do I. Coverage begins at 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV and the app. It's going to be a, a fun, tough game. I, I think BYU wins, and I'll get into that in my in one picks coming oh, okay. up later. Okay. Gotcha. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation. We're simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Jeremy and Brian on the show today. If you missed the show live, uh, you can go to BYUSN.com for the video on demand. And the podcast is available uh, just about everywhere. Our question of the day, what do you expect to learn from BYU football spring ball? Bruce F. Webster on Facebook. Who the I-did-not-see-that running back will be. We seem to have a running back emerge each year from another position and often another side of the ball. I like Jake Oldroyd as the surprise running back. Hmm. The kicker would be Arizona. Really? Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Because, like, fake kicks and stuff? Oh, potentially. Hmm. Johnny Linhan graduated a little while ago, right? (laughs) Our next guest is the pride of Kirkwood High School in Missouri, ready for his fourth spring practice at BYU. He's the head coach of the BYU football team. Kalani Sataki is in Studio B. Welcome back. Good to see you guys. How you doing? We're good. good. We're good. Brian's juice because spring ball is Monday. I love it as well. Uh, Brian's in good shape. He should come suit up right now. I wish I could. It'd be fun. We, we could. We could. We, we can use alumni to to toughen our guys up. You know. But like, I can I play in the game though? No, I don't think you can. Well, well, it doesn't count. So as a as a. Yeah, you can. Okay. Let's do it. Well, Mike, see, let's Michael, get, Michael, let's get everybody get Pitta back too. Let's, let's, we could just, <laughs> got well, bad hips. This is what we got to do. We got to find somebody who looks a, like you know like us or each other. So Shelton, height, perfect. It was perfect. He just graduated though. I right? know he just yeah. yeah. So maybe if you can get a year back for him, then I can come back. Maybe next. Well, here's the only thing: <laughs> we'll you're probably gonna have to shave your. You're probably gonna. Have <laughs> no, to I got a beard card. Remember? Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. That's great. It's, yeah, it's yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's exciting. It's, it's very rare to get one. <laughs> yeah. I tried every year. It's like when the golden I was ticket on Willy yeah. Wonka around <laughs> campus. Yeah, exactly. Well, spring ball starts Monday. I guess uh, we've been discussing some of the questions, things we're looking forward to. I guess what are some of the goals for you in spring football? Well, we have to get better, and and um, you know we we started working right after the bowl game, and as a staff, we we looked at a lot of different things, and I think um, this year there's some things that we did good last year that we'll have to continue and get better at. So we did some things well. We just have to do it better. And uh, there's some things that we're going to do this year that we've never done before. Um, other than play the spring game at in Provo High, it's, it's like a bunch of different things that we can do as a program. And it's going to cause our, some, a lot of our guys to be in an uncomfortable position. 
But I think we need to get them out of the comfort zone and get into the growth zone and the learning zone. And in order to do that, there's going to be a little bit discomfort, you know. Like, and so, like what? Well, I mean, uh, here's an example. Uh, we have guys that, that are, are could be really great leaders for us, and they're just not a lot of – they're not really comfortable speaking. Mm-hmm. Well, tough. It's going to have to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. We need them to, to get out of that, air, that, that, that comfort area of never speaking as a leader and, and doing. And, and uh, uh, leaders are required to do it by action, but also – required to um to say something yeah. you know and, and i think that uh we're trying to get as many leaders on the team as possible and that's just one part of it there's a lot of there's a whole list of things that that uh that we looked at and talked to a lot of our leadership on our team talked to our leaders on in, in in our in our school and also looked at our our coaches and we were putting together a lot of things and plans to make it work i think our summer conditioning and training will be a little bit different and we'll do some things that, that other teams have never done before um, with our PRPs and with everything else, so that uh, I don't want to give everybody else our competitive advantage, but um, we're definitely going to, um, you know, work on our strengths and, and find ways to make that widen the gap between us and, and other schools. Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll talk to you during commercial. You give me some more details or later on. And then, <laughs> I maybe I might text Darren the information. Maybe you know I'm sitting right here, right? Like during That's the commercial, right. so, I can see. Some, coach, sometimes we have these player-only meetings and conversations, mm-hmm. interviews. Like very popular on TNT. Everyone hand up. <laughs> okay, you can come back in now. Yeah. Come back in. Okay, let's let's talk about the position that everyone is inquiring about: quarterback depth chart. Mm-hmm. So Zach Wilson uh, won't be throwing. So what will his involvement be in spring ball? It was a good opportunity for him to to teach and to learn as much as he can. I mean. The uh, the ability I think Tanner was in the same position last year trying to learn as much of the offense as he can. The difference this year is that it's an offense that's already been implemented, you know, and um, it's not anything that's new. So um, being able to teach uh, his competition is, is something that's I think it, it's it's unique and um, that'd be a good humbling experience for him, you know, because he's going to be helping out the guys that he, that uh, that are going to try to beat him out, you know. So um, and I think that's really good. He's he's all about it, and then I. I love the way um, Zach prepares for games, and I think it's important for him to teach others how to do the same and, and uh, you know, try to invite others and motivate others to do what he does, not just in the quarterback position, but in all the positions, you know. And um, we have guys like Matt Bushman and others that, that could really help, um, Aleva Hifa, others that could really help uh, the progress for a lot of these younger guys and, um, you know, start seeing the, the emergence of Gunnar Romney and a lot of the guys that we think can really do some things for us this this season and, uh, getting on that first game against Utah and finding a way to get a win. So what does the, the depth chart look like for the quarterback position with Zach unable to, to, to participate? Well, everyone's going to have to compete. Nothing's locked in stone, you know. So um, Zach is going to get back and he's going to be healthy. We, we anticipate him being healthy and competing for a spot. I, obviously, he's the starter, right? But um, uh, we want to invite everyone else to to get as good as they can. I mean, if it, if it shapes out that Zach's the starter and – and we have to figure out who, what, the, what the pecking order is next. I mean, they're one play away from being in the game. Yeah. We've seen that happen quite often, and not just in, in at BYU, but in college football. That happens quite often, people getting injured, and uh, we don't want that to happen to our players, but we have to be prepared for it because the lack of depth hurt us in the Utah game. You know, that hurt us in the second half and the fourth quarter, and there's uh, among other things, you know, but um, we have to put, put ourselves in position so that success is, is actually going to happen. And and the work has already been put into put in place, and I think uh, getting to that game with a lot of confidence is really important for us. And having that competition and having it be a closeness with our group and that, that team chemistry is going to be important. And Zach's going to lead the way in it. So Jaron Hall and Joe Critchlow will compete for the number two yeah. spot. You yeah, say? Yeah, what 
and 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 all all of them are Baylor Romney. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's some new faces that are there. Gunnar Lagarde and some others. Hayden Griffiths is healthy. Stacey Connor still quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's the the, the whole group. There's a button. All those guys now. There's limited reps, and Zach's not going to get a, a a bunch of them, right? And he'll be limited. But that's a great opportunity for these other guys to step up. Zach took advantage of it last year, and so hopefully, um, Joe and and you know. And Jaron, even though he's playing baseball, they'll step up and take advantage of these reps. And I've been really pleased with what I'm seeing from those guys. We we uh, maxed out on our tests this week, and and I, the numbers are awesome. So uh, we definitely got stronger. You know, we'll see if we got better with our strength technique. and conditioning tests. Mm-hmm. We see who, who had we the get big, who had the big strongest squat. I'd have to say, shoot, uh, probably Kyrus Tonga did. Right and and Blaine said um, something like six hundred. There was a lot of I, we had to stop him because he was going. At some point, we just know you're strong <laughs> yeah, enough, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. Uncle B said that he had two cheeseburgers too while, while he was doing. But it. No, they're up and down, so to <laughs> motivate them. Yeah. <laughs> take a bite on the low part and take a bite at the top. You know, so <laughs> that's how you get 600 pounds. On there. That's how yeah, you get that's it. How you get it. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if we had done something innovative like that when I played, man, <laughs> you would have lifted like yeah, crazy. I would be here, still be playing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> No, but it's it's important for us. I, we that that gives us a lot of confidence. But the the hard work's paying off, you know. And now we're going into the phase of spring ball where we have to really work on our technique and fundamentals. And we know that coaches are going to coach and, and going to teach. But the peer to peer learning is really important for our program to succeed. And and we need more of that. And we're going to ask our guys to really step out of their comfort zone and and worry about the team concept rather than just themselves. And that's always that's a it's a common thing. But this is the ultimate team sport, you know. And and we need all 11 guys, not just 11 guys, but we need everyone to fulfill their roles on this team and, and, uh, and to be ready. And I think um, the experience that we had in that Utah game last year is really motivating a lot of these guys to get ready for this year. I, you know, I, I think that's, that's just something that BYU football is and, and just the brand and the style that we play is, is built on. And, you know, you, you played with, um, with Will Snowden, and, you know, he's, he's out doing his thing in the community with recruiting. I said, hey, man, what's, what's the deal with, with fans and – that's not getting five-star recruits and them, you know, complaining. He said, if I was a BYU fan, I would never care about five-star mm-hmm. at all. You look in the past and, and some of the great players that came on and some that walked on, and even now, the best teams are built based off of what you're saying, the, the mm-hmm. leadership and, and the hard work. Well, and, and five-star is relative, right? right. I mean, uh, when we recognize somebody that we see as a freshman and sophomore year and they end up being a big-time recruit, you think that evaluation has stopped only with that one recruit? <laughs> right. The rec- the recruiting and the development is always on ongoing process, and and hard work and all that stuff is not is not unique to me. You know, right. BYU has been that, and and mm-hmm. and I, I'm trying to build off of what uh, the, the wonderful things that that uh, Lavelle Edwards and uh, he he put here in BYU football and the tradition and and Gary Croton and, and especially Bronco Mendenhall. I think that's important for us to continue that legacy, right? And mm-hmm. so. Uh, we 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 know what BYU is made up of, but we just need to keep defining it and get really specific and precise on how we want to get better. Um, otherwise, you're just taking a shot, right? And and what we want to do rather than just take a shot is swing for the fences and go crazy, you know. And I think our fans deserve it, our players deserve it, and um, we need to get really specific and, and and on things that we need to get better at and things that we need to uh, start doing, right? And then. Um, and then work on getting because I, I believe these guys are all far, five star individuals as people. The five star player will come along, but I, there, there's hit and misses everywhere. That's why it's not a proven science. And there, there's flops in the draft. Right. There'll be guys drafted in this draft that are, won't make it in the NFL. 
and they were taken off of stuff that was because of their 40 time or their height or whatever the issue was somebody thought that they were important to, to give them a shot mm -hmm. and they'll flop right yeah. but um, the best teams find a way to make it work whether they're they're two star one star four star or never played football or walk-ons yeah and so for us it's important that each position on our team matters right and and that our scout team players really understand that they're important to our success and that everybody relishes in their role. And that's, that's what we're working on. But it starts with them getting confidence and then understanding their role and for us to define it for them and then let them go. Kalani Satake, the head coach of BYU football, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, you're going to play your spring scrimmage at the West Campus Field, a.k.a. Provo High School. Mm -hmm. uh, BYU owns this now. It makes sense. How did you land on that location, and was there any conversation about a different location? Yeah, we looked at a lot of different places. I mean, um, there's a BYU-Idaho and a BYU-Hawaii. That would have been fun. There's a BYU-Jerusalem as well. There is. That, that, that would cost some money. Right? <laughs> but, um, no, but it, it was uh, compliance-wise, you can't do it outside of your state. And so we looked at a lot of different locations of where it would make sense and and also being mindful that our players towards the end of the month get close to finals and um, really wanted to be careful with the spending also. I mean, we're BYU. we gotta be, we got to be smart in how we spend our money. And so we thought that moving it to, to Provo is great. I love that the we're getting some things done at, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you know, and um, makes it makes it easier to get a cougar tail and a hot dog, I guess, now, and a Coke. Right, so uh, so I'm all about that. That's a big that. deal. Yeah, but it My doesn't, doesn't help it. me when I'm yeah. on the sideline, right? <laughs> no, but I, I'm excited for the, that. That it helps the fans, right? And, and and the renovations that we're doing, making improvements. But we'll just go play this game at Provo High. And I think Brian said it before: the, the fans are going to be closer. We'll add a lot of bleachers and try to just pack the house and see how many people can show up. And and uh, we're going to try to show our, our our fans that we're going to be a little bit different this year than we have been the years past that I've been here, and um, really go back to old traditional BYU ways. And that's and using your strengths, and, and even though Zach's not going to be playing in it, we have other quarterbacks that we think have a strong arm and great receivers that can catch the ball. So let's sling it around and see what happens. Yeah, this will be year two of Jeff Grimes. You're four for you. Can you believe it? This is your fourth I know, season. I'm getting man. old, yeah. It's just, I'm not that old. Come on. I'm getting old. Well, I'm, I'm at that point where my metabolism just, there is none. So yeah. <laughs> Zero metabolism. Yeah. Do, you have to stretch, do you have to stretch before you walk no, or but anything? It, you when, you, no, when you, when you wake up, when you wake up. Before no, but step, everything gets... cracks, like yeah. everything, right? Okay. Uh, everything. So it's like I blow my nose and, and my back gives out. So it's a, <laughs> right, it's really, a... Never I mind, just... you are old. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm so old now that I have to be cautious of my um, explosive movements and sneezing. I get really nervous about it. So that's, you you're know, old you know when your trouble. explosive movements are sneezing. <laughs> and you have to be careful where you're at, right? Yeah. Yeah. Look, here's, here's the technique. When you, if you sneeze, you go, ha go ha chewy. And it, it, it alleviates some of that pressure yeah. and that stress. Well, I believe what are you in, laughing at? I, I had hernias, so. I believe <laughs> in just letting the, the sneezes go, just like yeah. as loud as possible. Hot chewy! Yeah, and just make as much noise as you can. Yeah, and a good idea is try and open your eyes when you do it, too. Mm -hmm. It's a great idea. Yeah. No, it's not going to work. Wouldn't you, you, like, die if you do that? Isn't that something? One of us needs to sneeze right now. I just Go I, ahead, Brian. I, I know. <laughs> Kalani, thanks for the time. I appreciate and, you guys, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see you at practice Monday. Love you guys. Thank Which you. This is an exciting Go prospect, Cougs. yeah. The Temp U guy is going to play a, a spring scrimmage at Provo. Can't wait. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow is senior night for Luke Worthington, and he joins us in studio next. Was he actively rooting for San Diego last night, but now he's ready to beat him tomorrow? We'll discuss. This is BYU Sports Nation. Bike sharing is big and getting bigger. Chances are, if you live near an urban area, you've seen an increase in these services around town. With those bikes often come new bike lanes. 
Where should they be? Which neighborhoods will get them? And who gets to say? To answer such questions, we'll take the training wheels off a conversation about bicycles and equity. Friday on Constant Wonder, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on BYU Radio. Welcome back, Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan and Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Time is short. Let's get right to it. Today's headlines. BYU football announces its spring scrimmage is on March 23rd at West Campus Field, a.k.a. the old Provo High School field that BYU now owns due to renovations at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That's where they will play the game. Kalani Sataki just joined us, told us they'll bring in a bunch of bleachers. Hopefully they can bring over the Cougar Tails as well. Uh, spring practice begins Monday. Men's basketball has their final home game of the season. They host San Diego in the Marriott Center at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thanks to San Diego's win over San Francisco last night, BYU has a shot at the three seed Mm -hmm. for the WCC tournament. If they win, tomorrow's game will be broadcast on BYU TV and the app at 9 p.m. Eastern. Coverage begins on BYU Radio and the app as well at 8 p.m. Eastern. If BYU wins or USF loses, so those two scenarios. When BYU wins. There you go. Women's basketball beat up on San Francisco last night, 82-59. Four players in double figures. Shaylee Gonzalez led the way with 16 points. Paisley Johnson had 15. The Cougars wrap up the regular season. They host Santa Clara tomorrow for Eastern on BYU TV and the app. So we've got a twofer of hoops tomorrow on BYU TV. Number nine, BYU claimed a five-state victory over number eight, Stanford, last night. Uh, Davide Gardini had a career-high 22 kills to lead BYU. The Cougars face off against the Cardinal again tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern at the Maples Pavilion. Yeah, so one in uh, Provo, one in uh, Palo Alto. Our uh, next you guest. You doing that one too? No, no, <laughs> no. Our next guest uh, is a man who will play. Uh, he's played a lot of games at BYU, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Saturday's game against San Diego will be Luke Worthington's 130th career game. Wow, that's a lot of games. He joins us now in Studio B. Luke, it's I can't believe it's your, uh, in theory, final home game tomorrow. I know, we're finally there. I think you're one of the only people that are surprised. I think most of you think, wow, this guy's still here. <laughs> You've had a unique road because yeah. you played two before your mission. Right. You go for two, and now you've played for two. What's this kind of journey been like for you? Really interesting. I mean, just so much fun from start to finish. Um, it's interesting when you share stories with your teammates on this team about the guys you were playing with that many years ago, you know, mm-hmm. playing with – TJ's older brother, different people. It's just funny because they're like, wow, I didn't even think that that was possible. You could still be on the team now. So anyway, it's it's fun to be with them and to kind of have, like you said, this two-year segment of life where I got to play with a completely different team and then step into this role as a junior and senior. And all of a sudden, you're an upperclassman and kind of all the things that that brings. So it was quite the transition. So BYU is a very unique place. Um, you know, I, I came here as a as a non-member of the church and took away so much more. With your experience and what you've been through, what's the the biggest takeaway that you um, you know will, will apply to life after ball? Man, that's a deep question. I didn't come in here prepared for deep questions. <laughs> I came in here ready for some for some light talk. talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think. Um, just the importance of the people around you. Uh, like you said, you've walked out of here with, um, you know, so many learning experiences. Yeah. And I feel like I, I had the same just because there's a lot of incredible people at this institution. And 
Um, you just learn from them both as players and then mostly as people and kind of how they conduct themselves. So, um, you know, their influence helped me to make decisions in my life as well. Um, there a lot of their examples before my mission helped me to decide that was something I wanted to do. Um, and then coming back and getting to, you know, be around other guys who again are at the top of their field, essentially they're basketball players and they're playing at the collegiate level for a reason. So to learn from them is, is really rewarding. You won't be able to disconnect too much because you're going to be a graduate assistant next year. So you'll still be here yeah. for, for your fifth year, but it will have been seven. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> last night, uh, San Diego does you a solid. They beat San Francisco. So now yeah. you're in position to where, uh, as Brian said, when you win tomorrow, yes, uh, you lock up the three. Were you rooting for San Diego? Did you care? I checked the score a couple of times, but I was just telling you guys a second ago, I didn't know. I, I didn't really know exactly how to get to the game, and um, so I was just watching the score as I updated it on Google. But, you know, super exciting. I think it could be a great opportunity to finish with the three seed. Ultimately, a tournament's a tournament. Um, so seed doesn't matter to you necessarily? You know, I don't think seed is I don't think seed is everything. Seed can help, especially with this new structure. It is nice to have that one seed, two seed, because you get that buy. But three and four, I mean... You're going to wind up playing the same dudes because you want to make it to the championship game. So I've um, been fortunate enough to play in a championship game um, all three of the years that I've been here. So we've gotten a, a whack at it, and hopefully we'll just be able to work our way back there and play Gonzaga again. So you guys had success earlier with with uh, with San Diego. What are some of the keys for you guys tonight um, to win? Um, you know, the, this is a tough senior group of guys. They're experienced, and they were picked by a lot of people to finish second in the league. Um, so it's been quite the surprise. You know, obviously they had quite a few injuries at the beginning of the year, but mm-hmm. they're um, they're incredibly physical, very talented, um, and they're kind of putting it together cohesive-wise at the right time of the year. So it's a tough team. We played them tough at their place. Clearly they just beat San Francisco, who's a great team. And so it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to come down to who executes their game plan well enough because these are two really good teams going at it. Talking to Luke Worthington, one of the two seniors who will play his final regular season game. Perhaps there's another home game. We'll see. Uh, but we'll celebrate you regardless tomorrow. Your other uh, senior mate uh, is McKay Cannon, yeah. uh, a guy who was inserted into the starting lineup in West Coast Conference play and has been a real, real key. What role has he played in kind of the reemergence of this team after non-conference? You know, I think McKay brings a real um, defensive mentality. He's helped in so many games to, you know, take people out of their rhythm. And, you know, also a great scorer is able to shoot from beyond the arc and get to the rim, um, passes the ball well. And, you know, in a point guard, especially in this system, you need a guy who's going to be able to run the system, who's not necessarily going to get all the shots or make all the assists, but he's going to be in on every play because he has to bring the ball up the court, get the guys where they need to be, and then kind of, you know, make it all happen. So he's um, he's been a real solid, experienced guy at the point for us, and I think he's helped us a lot. And that speaks to roles. I, I think some people think, well, I want to be the leading scorer, and it's like, well, yes, but we can't have five of those guys, right? Sure. And, and you've been a good example of this, too. You were a starter, and you said, you know what? I think – you. Dave Rose said, you know what, uh, yeah, get, let's start Gavin, and I have a role, and you, and we're going to be a team. And that's important nowadays. I think that's lost right. on some people. Yeah. You know, it's an incredible um, opportunity to play for a team because you get put in so many unique situations, you know. And, and, again, there are people who 
are really good at scoring the ball. There's people who are really good at passing the ball, dribbling the ball. I mean, everyone's got their own skill set, and you just need to find where you can fit in. And I think in the game today, you need to find where you can contribute. And if you can contribute at a high level, then you're going to find yourself on a good team. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, and to it's be a good teammate it's, matters. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations uh, on the uh, success so far. A win tomorrow gets the three seed or a USF yep. lost. Uh, let's give you the BYU Sports Nation karma and enjoy. Brian likes holding hands for this part now. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. So good luck tomorrow night and uh, enjoy senior night, Luke. Awesome. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, guys. Okay, Luke Worthington. Appreciate the time. BYU in San Diego tomorrow, 9 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Coming up, a BYU coach gets Coach of the Year honors. More on this in the whip. Plus, and one picks. We're coming down to the wire, and Spencer leads by hair. Can I take the lead tomorrow night? We'll see. This is BYU Sports Nation. The BYU Sports Nation guys check out the BYU store. Hey, before you hit someone with that football, take a look around at all the great BYU gear from Nike. Hoodies, exercise wear, sweaters, T-shirts, all the stuff an active sportscaster needs. Um, Spencer, that one is actually for your better half. No, not Jerem, your wife. The BYU Store, keeping Jerem and Spencer looking great and proud to sponsor BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Do you want BYU Radio at your fingertips? Simply download the BYU Radio app and get complete access to all things BYU Radio. The app is free and available for all smartphones. Find it on the App Store or download it right from our website. Want to know when your favorite shows air? Click on the Schedules tab. You can listen live, or if you missed the last episode, play it right from the app. Take BYU Radio with you wherever you go. BYU Radio. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tonight on BYU Radio, BYU Baseball looks to make it five straight wins as they face Lamar University. Jason Shepard, my boy, your boy, will have the call of the game at 5 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio and the app. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. This is our question of the day. What do you expect to learn from BYU football spring ball at Blue Falcon 1594 on Twitter? Hmm. Since Christian Stewart left, I have not seen a BYU spring ball where I walked away with confidence in the offense especially between QB and receivers. I fully expect that to change this year, even with Wilson out. And I thought that Jaron Hall was the, like the guy at the number two spot, yeah. but it appears that he's going to compete with uh, Joe Critchlow and perhaps others. So we'll see who takes the number one reps. Uh, the most. That's, uh, you think he's he, being quiet? He, he's got to say he's Coach got to say that. He has to say that. I wonder if they'll split the reps I mean, between okay, Jaron and just, Joe, though. I should say that's bad because I don't want to put words in his mouth. But the thing is with... But with, with, with mm, <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop. Look. The coach, and any coach, position coach, head coach, you, you have to, I don't want to say it to say, they have to say it to be politically correct or whatever the case is, but you, it's competition, man. That's how you get better. So sure. I think coaches go into every season or game or day, whatever the case is, with the number one, two in mind, but they, you know, are letting mm-hmm. the, the play on the field, uh, you know, really solidify that list. And ultimately, if you're the number three right now in spring ball, whatever. If you're the yeah. number two, now you're one play away. Because Zach's yeah. the guy. The question is whether it's Jaron or Joe, I think, at this point. Yeah. And we'll see if someone else emerges. Uh, the regular season finale is tomorrow night. That means and one picks, baby. Let's go. Picks, predictions, and one on BYU Sports Nation. We give you two picks. The first one's worth two. If you get that one, you have a shot at a one-pointer. The standings are Spencer 20, and I am currently behind him with 19 points. So I go first because I'm trailing. My two-pointer versus San Diego. BYU wins by 5-plus. 
Cougars will cover the Ken Palm line of five. So five or more, BYU wins this tomorrow. And my and one pick. And one. Three BYU players will score in double figures. In Ooh, West Coast yeah. Conference play, it doesn't feel strong, right? But in West Coast Conference play, BYU only averaged, averages two guys in double figures. Uh, Gavin Baxter's number three in West Coast Conference play at 7.3 a game. So I have three with 10 plus. And San Diego plays good defense. Okay. Spencer's picks by okay. Brian Logan. Whoever leads at halftime will win the game. It was a two-pointer. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's two-pointer. Halftime yep. leader wins. Yep. Okay. And his uh, and one pick. And one. Gavin Baxter will have two-plus dunks. Yeah, okay. That's been a thing. He's, he's kind of a at least one. He's a he's one a, and a half dunk guy. He, he, you guys are trying to win this, right? It's not like bold predictions where it's like. Right. No, we're trying to accurately predict things. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because I would say like five well, and a half. Your bold your bold predictions are are bold, and they aren't necessarily. Gavin Baxter will have five point five dunks. Yeah, on how, how's he going to get point five again? How does that work? Does, doesn't matter. It's just going to happen. By the way, uh, at Dave R Walker tweets in. Hate to tell Belo, but you're closer to the field at LAS than at West Campus Field. I'm the one that said that. Due to the addition of the track, uh, the track. What is the long term plan for that facility? I don't know, but. Mm. What I mean is to the football offices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The football offices are closer where I, they I, actually have all their equipment and pads, the student-athlete building with the football facility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They l- could literally walk over to the field. And they could literally move the stands on the track. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the long-term uh, plan for the West Campus field? I, I don't know, but I, I would hope they'd keep that field there for uh, rugby, Anything. lacrosse. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Intramurals, yep. like. Exactly. Same intramurals, brother. Well, it is on that field, maybe, right? So. Intramurals is rough, man. I'm ready to get back in it. Hopefully I can get reinstated again. You got yeah. that beard card, so it's, it's, hopefully you're okay. That's man. right. You come up to <laughs> the BYUSN Karma. Get a coach a major award. Or did the coach earn it? <laughs> From walk-on to difference maker, who gets my rise and shout today? I'll tell you who it is. This is BYU Sports Nation. It's different. Hello, Mike Littlewood reminding you that BYU sports camps provide youth with opportunities to build confidence, develop courage, learn sportsmanship, and make lifelong friends, all while improving the skills needed for their favorite sport. Athletes will benefit by learning directly from BYU coaches and players what it takes to compete at the highest levels. BYUsportscamps.com has all the information regarding dates, meals, recreation, housing, and other camp details. Get your athlete registered today by visiting BYUsportscamps.com. This is Julie Rose. I'm the host of Top of Mind. Every day, I talk to people around the country who are experts in their field. We cover topics that will help you better understand the world around you. Everything from politics and business to culture and the arts. You can count on me to ask the questions that are top of mind. So catch us daily at our new time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, on BYU Radio. Thanks to today's guests, Kalani Sataki and Luke Worthington. Sorry to Dennis Pitta. No time. I know you can't play in the spring game or practice either. Dennis, this is uh, America. You can do whatever you want to do. Within the law. If you missed some of today's show, what download the? the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And right now, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. BYU football announces its spring scrimmage is on March 23rd at West Campus Field. Spring practice begins on Monday! Yeah. Sione Takitaki's NFL combine measurements are out, and they are as follows. His height, 6'1 and 1'8". 
His weight, 238 pounds. His hand size is 9 and 5 eighths. Arm, 32. Wingspan, 75 and 3 eighths. Okay. Men's basketball. Tomorrow night's the regular season finale against San Diego, 9 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The pregame coverage starts at 8. If BYU wins or USF loses, BYU will be the three seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Women's basketball. Women's basketball put the smack down on San Francisco, 82-59 to last night, with four players scoring in double figures. Cougars wrapped the regular season by hosting Santa Clara Saturday at 4 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Volleyball. Number nine, BYU came back to win in five sets over number eight, Stanford, last night. Davide Gardini, career high 22 kills, hit 515. BYU plays at Stanford tomorrow, 9 Eastern. Baseball. BYU baseball pulled through in the extra 10th inning to earn a 4-2 win game one at Lamar yesterday. BYU and Lamar play game two tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern with live coverage on BYU Radio. Four-game win streak. Here we go. Softball. San Diego State scored two runs in the seventh to walk off BYU 2-1 yesterday. BYU plays San Jose State today, noon Eastern, in the San Diego Classic, then Florida Gulf Coast, 5 Eastern, and then tomorrow, two games, Illinois, Chicago, and UC Davis. Gymnastics. Takes on George Washington in Washington, D.C. <laughs> tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Track and field. They take on Washington and Washington. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. After leading the men to a conference title, head coach Ed Eyestone is the 2019 MPSF Indoor Track and Field Coach of the Year. Congrats. Nice. Tennis. Looking to extend their seven-game winning streak. Number 26 men's tennis host number 40, Old Dominion, tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Eastern here in Provo. Women's tennis plays at the University of Arizona today at 2 p.m. Eastern and UNLV tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern. Soccer. The women's team plays a spring exhibition at UNLV tomorrow, 2 Eastern, then USC 90 minutes later. Cougars in pro hoops. The Salt Lake Stallions with former BYU Cougars Jordan, Les- Jordan Leslie and Micah Hanneman host the Orlando Apollos tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern. Cougars overseas. Brandon Davies had 13 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists in a Zalgiris 80-73 loss to Bosconia. In Lithuania. Sounds like a city of basketball. Basconia. Elijah Bryant scored nine points, grabbed seven rebounds yesterday, and a win for Hapoel Eilat in Israel. Mm. Hockey. Seven yeah, seed. Like hockey plays eight seed Grand Canyon today in the ACHA D2 West Regionals at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's a big one. Rugby. Men's team plays Arizona tomorrow in Vegas, 245 Eastern. And in Major League Rugby, Utah Warriors host Nola Gold tomorrow with a host of former Cougars in the lineup at 9 Eastern in Harriman, Utah. Lacrosse. Men's Lacrosse hosts Simon Fraser University tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern at BYU West Stadium Provo Field. Women that, also that, played. That's the that's same the, field we've been it. talking about, that's West Campus Field. So yeah. There you go. There's, there's, your, there's your answer to the question. Uh, the women also play tomorrow against Utah at 7 p.m. Eastern in Salt Lake. Today's rise and shout out. Mine goes to McKay Cannon. Here's a guy who wanted to BYU, be at BYU so bad he transferred from Weber State. He was a walk-on. He earned a scholarship for this year, by the way. Nice. Dave Rose inserted him into the starting lineup after an 8-7 and seven non-conference play. BYU's been 10-5 and five since that point. Number two in West Coast Conference play and three-point percentage and top 10 in steals. One of the two seniors who will be honored tomorrow night, McKay Cannon, gets my rise and shout out. For me... It's all about the BYU Sports Nation karma. Okay. I'm giving the rise and shout, to, shout out to 
the karma, man. It's it's a real thing, and I'm still trying to. Let's hold hands for a second so we can appreciate it. And so we can appreciate it. it. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for that. Thanks for that participation. Um, it's real, man. I think we should get a T-shirt made going back for the years and the years. But you check this evidence? out. Check this out. It's evidence, man. We Let's got it. we got document. Here we go this week. So uh, we had Gwen uh, uh, on the sh- yep on the show Tuesday. Uh, and she was named all-conference first team in two events. Well, that's because she did it like a week ago. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Ed Eyestone comes on the show Wednesday, MPSF coach of the year yesterday. That happened uh, last week. That happened yesterday. Uh, <laughs> coach JJ, Jeff Jenkins, on yesterday. His team wins they their win? fifth straight okay. last night. Yeah. Um, Davide uh, Gardini on yesterday. Right? That, that one's legit. And... He gets a career-high mm-hmm, 22 mm-hmm. kills yes. in a win over Stanford. And last but not least, we gave the karma to San Diego, and they beat San Francisco well, we, last we night. We kind of did, right? We were like, we are. it didn't work for Portland, but we it worked really for give San it to, Diego. We didn't really give it to Portland that much. We just gave it more to— Yeah, to, the karma can't yeah. overcome uh, an excessive amount of ineptitude. Yeah, it just yeah, can't, it just right? Can't, no. We don't hand it out to crappy players. Yeah, right. Our question of the day, what do you, <laughs> or teams, what do you expect to learn from BYU football spring ball? Our elite voice of the day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years, goes to Grizz's father on Instagram, one of the biggest BYU fans. I will learn it's time to dust off and put on my blue goggles and pour myself a big, tall glass of blue Kool-Aid and enjoy some BYU football for a month until the long withdrawals of spring, summer without it. Nice. I want those I ones. I love it. These are the, these are the chill out I need ones. those ones. Yeah. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand at BYUSN.com. Ready? There you go. Throw it. Audio podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Brian Logan, I'm Jerem Jordan. Shout out to Kyle Davis. I got you. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow, uh, Monday at noon Eastern. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern and 9 Eastern for women's hoops and men's hoops. Have a good one.